Are you ever facing a pretty easy decision and you're like, I don't even know. I can't even make one more decision today. You've reached decision fatigue, that point to where you've made so many decisions that you're just out of decision battery. And that's my favorite way to think about it. We start with a full battery in the morning and we are the most sharp. For every decision we make, our decision battery drains just a little bit. Studies show that we make 35,000 decisions in a day. No wonder sometimes we hit our max. But knowing this, we can set up routines and plans and habits to where most of our decisions are made for us already. We're going to prioritize what's most important and simplify things so that we have more energy for the important decisions that really matter. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. I cannot believe that this is episode 255 of this podcast, and I have not talked about this topic yet. It is so important. Today, we're talking about how to take so many of the decisions you make each day and take the decision part out of it. Things like what to wear, what to eat, what order to do things, how to tackle your to-do list, what exercise to do, what to do first thing in the morning, what to do before bed. We make 35,000 decisions in a day, but so many of those decisions are the same decisions every single day. So if we are very strategic about this, and we think about the decisions that we're, that we're using this energy towards that we could put more on autopilot, we will have so much more energy for those really important decisions. And so interesting to really read about this and learn about it. I've been diving into this in my world and sort of hacking my routines and things because I realized that I was giving so much energy to two different decisions every day, and it was just taking way too much of my decision bandwidth. Those two things were what to wear and what to eat. Now, I didn't make this like this big dramatic event, but it was kind of like I was starting at the beginning every day. And naturally, we're going to fatigue out if we're doing this with too many things. Think about taking a shower. You have your routine of taking a shower. You don't get in the shower and, and, and you're like, oh, what should I do first? Like, no, you have your routine. You know, you do your shampoo first, and then you do your conditioner, and then while your conditioner sets, you do your body wash. At least that's my routine, whatever your routine is. So we get these certain things that we do every day, and we make a decision about how we think it works best. That's how a shower works best for me. So I've made that good decision, and then I just follow the plan. That's what we want to do in so many areas of our life. Really think about each decision and try things out, try different ways, learn about it, see what works for you, and then make a decision and set it and forget it. Set it on autopilot, right? It's kind of like I did a podcast a long time ago called 
um, all about how to automate, eliminate, and delegate, which is my favorite way to simplify things and simplify your to-do list and, and get things done faster. It's kind of like the same thing here. So what can we simplify? What can we eliminate? What can we delegate? What can we automate? And I think by doing that, we can really help keep our brain sharp and not exhaust ourselves. So in my situation, um, I didn't have like a rhythm of what I wanted to wear. So I would spend time looking online. I'd spend time looking at them all. Like, what do I really like? Now I figured it out. I either wear some sort of kind of like athletic clothes, but like, like, you know, leisure wear, right? So Lululemon or Aloe, depending on the season or the weather, I'll do biker shorts or um, leggings with a sweatshirt or like a cute top. And for me, it feels pulled together because it's usually part of a set or a mix and match kind of set. So if I'm going to be active or sometimes if the kids are in in an activity in the afternoon, I'll go for a jog or I'll kind of stretch out while they're doing it. So if I need to be in active clothes or I just want to be comfortable, that's what I wear. Then I have sort of my normal, my more, you know, my actual normal clothes. So if it's summertime, I'm wearing a summer dress, things like that, right? So I have a system. It's either one or the other. So really the only decision I'm making is, am I wearing athleisure wear or am I wearing like a regular outfit? And then based on the seasons, I've just figured out what makes me feel comfortable, um, And I only wear things that are comfortable. I mean, listen, some dresses or whatever could have a little bit of itch to them, but no longer am I wearing things that are super tight or when you sit down or when you eat, you feel uncomfortable. Like those days are gone for me because I just think there's so many cute options. There's no reason for that. But by figuring out my jam of what I feel most comfortable in, like, you know, physically and mentally, what what feels good, what I feel like is um, flattering, then I've made my decisions and there's very little decision to be made each day. Now, in reading so many books of high achievers and really successful business people, so many people say the same thing with clothing. They figure out sort of their uniform or their options of uniforms and they stick to it so that decision is just off the table for the day. Same thing with meals. Kind of in my journey to figure out what I mean, healthy eating, but also what feels good to my body? What makes me feel exhausted after? What makes me feel energized? What makes me feel bloated? What makes me feel too full or still hungry after I eat? All those things. But so often I would each day be like, gosh, what am I going to do for lunch? Should I pick up something? Should I postmate something? Should I try to make something? And now I've gotten in this really good groove where I make everything at home unless we're going out to dinner or a movie and dinner or something like that. I'm never postmating lunches, which is nice because I know exactly what ingredients are going into the food that I'm eating in my family. And also it saves so much money, but also so much time. Sometimes I could sit there looking at Postmates for 30 minutes to be like, oh, is that healthy? Do they use seed oils? All the things. Simplify. So I have my groceries that I do delivery. I'll go to the grocery store usually once a week and I'll do delivery once or twice a week. And then I have a food delivery service called Tailor Made Cuisine. If you're local in Orange County, it is so fantastic. And I do lots of lean proteins with them. So proteins that I could do myself, but it's so much easier. They come freshly cooked than frozen. So you can freeze them or put them in the fridge. And for me, it helps so much to get in lean proteins. I always want to eat at least 100 grams of protein a day, which is a lot. So having a service that's really reasonable, organic, and fresh helps so much. I've just figured out the ways. 
But here's here's and the reason I share my own examples is because I think that this could translate to you in in these specific examples or in whatever in life you feel like you're waking up and kind of like making things harder than they need to be. I think this is what we do. Focus on each thing and figure out what works best for you. Don't just keep going on autopilot, you know, like Oh, what should I do? What should I eat? What should I postmate? What, 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 you know, like focus on it, like really focus on it, make a decision, get yourself your options and then move on. I think overall we make better decisions because we're not just on autopilot or ordering what the person, you know, in the next office to you or whatever, not just what they're ordering, but you're actually thinking about what makes me feel good. What are my goals? How do I want to feel What's the best for my body short-term and long-term? All those things. I think by focusing on each thing, you make a better decision. You're not just running on autopilot. The other thing with decision fatigue is sometimes we postpone things and we don't mean to, and then we it becomes a headache later or we regret it. So maybe someone texts you something and you're not sure how to respond This is a little bit of kind of like a procrastination thing, but also a lot of times we're at decision fatigue, like, oh, I don't even know. I don't know if I'm going to feel like doing that. I'm exhausted from all the decisions. So we're not sure what to say back to the text message, even if it's like a good friend or a family member, like, oh, I don't know. So then we postpone it. We don't say anything. And then all of a sudden it's been like three days now, depending on what it is. Oh my God, we feel rude because we couldn't decide, but it was something small, like something you should have just made a decision, fired off the answer and then moved on. But now it's just kind of a bigger headache. Same thing can happen with your to-do list, right? Sometimes we can put things on a to-do list and be overwhelmed by the to-do list and end up not really tackling anything. I think by figuring out a method that works for you for the tasks that you need to get done, business, personal, whatever it is, figure out your process so that you don't end up with decisions that aren't the best decisions, or reach a point to where you're frozen at the end of the day. That brings me to one of the biggest revelations that I've read about when it comes to this topic and I've seen work in my own life. You are your absolute sharpest first thing in the morning when you wake up. Your hardest tasks, your biggest decisions should be made in the morning. Back to our battery analogy. Think about yourself as a battery. You charge yourself overnight and you wake up with 100% battery. So you're your freshest. You're not your freshest when you have 2% left. You're your freshest when you're at 100% battery. A lot of times it's natural for us to do the easy things first because they're easy. Let's just get this out of the way or this out of the way. But if you flip it, do the hard things first. Hug the monster, swallow the frog, What is your most important decision and prioritize it before you check your email, your text, your social, before you get on to anything, set yourself up in a great way because we know we have the most battery at that point and we're going to make the best decisions, especially if you have important decisions to make in business or in health or in your personal relationships. Be very intentional about the time of day that you tackle things and set up your day so that you're doing you're making the hardest decisions and you're doing the hardest things first when you are the freshest. And it makes sense, right? Because not only do we have so many decisions to make in a day, but what used to be simple decisions now in this incredibly dynamic world that we live in, simple decisions are more complicated, right? 
I'm sure in our great, great grandparents era, it was like, do you want your coffee black or with cream? And now it's, do you want almond milk? Do you want oat milk? Do you want it sweetened or unsweetened? What kind of sweetener? Sugar-free sweetener? Hazelnut sweetener? Do you want do you want it half sweetened? Would you like to add collagen? Like, of course we hit decision fatigue. So with your coffee, figure out, make sure you know, and make sure you know what's in your coffee. Side note, because I think that so many people in talking to doing my mentoring, consulting, and, and really trying to hack and help um, executives with their lives, so many people realize that there's hidden sugars and things that they did not even realize. And once they figure out a better version of that, they feel so much better and all that. So side note in the coffee thing. But really take time, figure out what's in my coffee. How much sugar is it? How can I make it healthy? How does it make me feel? Do I crash after? Um, all the things. Am I using, am I getting the highest quality? Do I need it? Um, Am I having it too early in the morning? Side note again, studies show that if you can have water first thing and wait like an hour before your coffee, there's lots of health benefits or have a celery juice or electrolytes first and then your coffee, you can really kind of hydrate before before coffee. Um, But figuring out how that works for you. Like I said, with your morning routine, figure out what order is the most efficient for you. Back to simple decisions made hard. How many options are there for coffee? Also, how do you want to build your salad? What do you want on it? What do you want taken off? There are, you know, 47 different ways to cook your eggs and 14 different types of apples. It is so empowering to figure out what you like and then set up routines and habits so you're not making the same decisions over and over. You've already figured out what works best for you. Figure it out, decide, and move on. Don't do this overanalyzation thing at Also where you kind of go back, it's kind of like if you purge your closet and you have this nice big pile of purge and then the next day when you're bagging all the stuff up to go donate it, you're like, maybe I will. Maybe I will actually use that sweater that I've never actually worn in four years. It's like, no, no, no. You already made the decision. You already missed it. Move on. Made the decision and move on. Never look at your purged piles after you've already purged them. Okay. Let's get into actual ways to reduce decision fatigue and make better choices. As I've been going through this journey myself and making the best decisions and automating things I don't need to decide on every day, I've taken notes and the things that I think are really the most practical. That's always my goal with this podcast is to give you real tactical ideas and um, concepts that I think will work in your life to simplify the amount of decisions that you make. First, Reduce the actual decisions. Reduce the amount of decisions that you make. What is actually essential? Next, when you're in a growth phase, don't be afraid to say no to things. No and move on. This is really important. And I've done podcast episodes before on like being in a season of yes and saying yes to things to try new things and and take advantage of new opportunities. And then there's the season of no. Sometimes if I'm writing an online course or I I have quite a few consulting clients, I'm just in a season of no because I know I'm in this growth period and I want to provide maximum value. I'm just rather than having this like be exhausted with decisions like, oh, can I go out this week with friends? But then if I do that, then I mess up my deadline. I'm not going to get this done. It's kind of like, and people understand, hey, I'm in a decision. I'm in a phase of growth. Um, I'm kind of, I'm just declining, not kind of, I'm declining things right now, but I will be on the other side of this and back to normal soon. Know that it is not a forever thing, but it helps me 
um, make decisions for things for kind of like simple things rather than, like I said, the postponing thing, like, oh, I don't know how to decide, respond to this text. So I'm just going to wait. And then a lot of times that makes it harder for you and them. So don't be afraid to say no when it's a season of no for you. Next, automate decisions. Like we talked about, wear the same thing every day or some version of the same thing. Next, do your most important things early in the day when you're the most fresh. Your brain is absolutely the most sharp first thing in the morning. So whatever requires the most mental energy, do that first up. This is all about setting up new habits, new habits and new routines based on the decisions that you've made. So you can not keep making the same decisions over and over and and contemplating the same things. Next, take breaks. This is very important and something I would not have thought to put in this list a couple years ago, but we can't, it's kind of like you can't stay at a computer. Most people can't stay at a computer for six or eight hours straight without taking breaks and without giving their mind a break and getting some sunlight or getting outside, whatever it is, our mind needs a break, right? We need a break to stay fresh and stay sharp. So remembering how important it is to set up your day so that there are breaks so that you can come back fresh to your next set of tasks. Next, I think a lot of times we hit decision fatigue because some situations we're in are so complicated. Break things down so they aren't so complicated. Make a list, break it in parts. Okay, listen, this is so complicated. I don't even know how to start to tackle this. Just take what's the first step? What's the first step towards a good decision? So when things are so complicated, just break them down to where they're not too complicated. Last tip, do one thing at a time. Multitasking is out the door when it comes to this because we need to make one good decision at a time. Take all the time you need, figure it out, and then move on, right? A lot of times when we're multitasking, we like barely inch forward on lots of things. So with this, it's like, think about it. Figure out your options for lunch. Figure out the options that work for you and really take the time. Do one thing at a time. Do it thoroughly and do it well. Then you set up a routine and a habit and a new habit for this new decision. It will save you so much time. Taking the time in the front end will save you so much time every other day not having to remake the same decision. Actually, one more bonus is take care of your body and your mind, self-care. Everything always comes back to that. We need to sleep. We need to fuel our body with the right things. We need a happy headspace. We need good connections with friends and family and the people we love. Taking care of our body and our mind is crucial for not hitting decision fatigue because as we all know, we cannot pour from an empty cup. So a lot of times I think when we're all feeling overwhelmed and like we don't know even what the next right decision is, we might need to sleep more or just get outside, go for a walk, go for a jog, call your mom, call a friend, go go do something by yourself, whatever it is that gives you that refresh, that clarity, get a facial, get a massage, um, stretch, meditate, whatever it is that makes you reset, that makes you feel like you are taken care of, your body and your mind because um, you just can't pour from empty, right? We can't make good decisions if we don't feel rested and hydrated and fueled in all ways. I hope this quick under 20-minute podcast episode brought you lots of value and you will really focus on making good decisions 
and then setting up routines and habits so that you can save energy for the things that actually matter the very most. Thank you so much for listening. Lots of exciting things coming up. I am working on a master course about mindset. I feel like this is my greatest work that I've worked on just because I've worked for literally for the last 10 years, worked on mindset and clarity and working to stay in a happy headspace and um, and honestly to get rid of so many negative things, let go of things, focus on the positive and really work on that that mental conditioning. So I am working on a course and a group. Um, stay tuned for that. Um, ping me on Instagram if you have questions about it or you have interest. Um, we'll make sure to get you on our early list. And as always, you can go to howtobeawesomeateverything.com for everything awesome that we have going on. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.